You take an ancient dinosaur god and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. I turn my body from the sun. What ho, Toshkigo? Let me hear thy hand. O oh, ye three unsurrendered spires of mine, thou uncracked keel, and only God-bullied hull, thou firm deck and hoppy helm, and pole-pointed prow, death's glorious ship, must have been perishing without me. Now I cut off from the last long pride of the meanest, shipwrecked captains of lonely death and lonely life. Oh, now I feel my topmost greatness lies in my topmost grief. Ho, ho! All your furthest bound for ye now, and yet bold billows of my whole forgotten life, and pop this one wild comber of my death towards the I roll, thou owl destroying but unconquering whale. To the last I grapple with thee, from hell's heart I stab at thee. For hate's sake I spit my last breath at thee, sink all coffins and all hearses for one common pool. And since neither can be mine, let me then tow to pieces, while still chasing thee, thou pine to thee, thou damned whale. Does I give up my spear? And I'm Brandon. <laughs> Listen, all the hot trans girlies love Moby Dick. <laughs> Ahab did nothing wrong. He is a spiteful, petty queen, and we love him. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race, get Ahab on when? <laughs> Hi, folks. <laughs> Welcome to Podzilla, King of the Casters. We swear that joke will make sense soon. Very soon. So, um... <laughs> so today, we're talking about Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla from 1994, and there is a prominent character in it that reminded us very much of Mr. Ahab. <laughs> Captain to you. Captain Ahab. It's gotta be the worst captain I've ever heard of, but you have heard of him. Bing. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we just... It feels good to be watching another Godzilla movie again. It's been... Yeah, it has been Like, ten episodes? Yeah. We, we had a bigger, a big Jurassic summer break where, um... I'm, I'm glad we were finished. <laughs> we yeah, be back to it, some... we liked two and a half movies out of six. Yeah. It was not the best track record, but I liked some dinosaurs, but I'm kind of dinoed out for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. This was, a, um, this was a, a breath of fresh air from that, so I guess we can start with our overall thoughts about this. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, I, liked the, I really liked the Ahab plot line, but mm. other than that, I don't know. Folks, I went on, like, me and friend of the show, past and future guest Sophie, went on a really long, like, eight hour, or not eight hour, four hour, eight mile walk yesterday across Boston, just from all the public parks, this trail called the Emerald Necklace, uh, I'm really tired and sore, I couldn't really understand what was going on, and it wasn't like, 
Like, sometimes there are movies I just get bored with and I'll be on my phone and Brandon will be kind of looking at me all judgmental. But I wasn't on my phone for this. I just couldn't understand because I'm tired. All I could understand was hate and Ahab. And that's what I connected with. Yeah, I think... I think this movie in a lot of ways has very similar um, vibes in terms of the monster and the thing to... This feels more like a sequel to Biollante than anything. Yeah, it does not really... I mean, Mothra kind of matters. <laughs> the Mothra... Ma Mothra kind of like... Mothra in this movie just kind of like... Ring, 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 ring. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? Uh, could you... That's the thing. See ya. Yeah. So, like, Mothra doesn't really do much in this movie. Because this is, um, this is the next in the Haiza era after Godzilla vs. Mothra from 1992. A and, movie that um, I do not remember much about. I remember the Ferris wheel fight. I do. I remember the fights. I remember it has a weird, like, first half that's an Indiana Jones ripoff. Yeah. So, I guess... Well, yeah. So, my overall thoughts about Space Godzilla is I really like... Space Godzilla as like a kaiju. I, I like the thing he did with the crystals. That's I like the crystal stuff. I like, I like the the funness of the Heizai era with like Bailante and Space Godzilla, where it's like we're gonna take a Godzilla and we're just gonna mix them up. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, but also you couldn't have been that invested because during the climactic fight. You spent half of it talking about Chris Cherry. <laughs> Just going on and on about Chris Cherry. And I was like, I already know this. I can't understand what's going on. Let me try and focus on the movie. <laughs> it was too... The, the climax is a very long part of this movie. It's a I, very long fight, yeah. I think this could have been an hour and a half. It could have been, Like, you yeah. could have cut some of this out, this part. Like, the fight... There's two big fights in... Or, sorry, Spectacular Thoughts. Um, I like that, you know, it's another Heizai movie. I probably would rate, for me, this is about Mothra level. Godzilla vs. Mothra. Um, I think still top tier is Godzilla vs. Biollante. That's, like, the gold standard. Yeah. This one's still, like, one of the better Heizai ones. Because, you know, Return of Godzilla's, like, the bottom of it. But, um, like, some really fun action stuff. I love Mech I love Space Godzilla's like I love the five year old concept of like we're gonna make Godzilla but he's a robot. We're gonna make Godzilla but he's a plant. <laughs> we're gonna make Godzilla but he was born in a black hole. <laughs> yeah. Like this kind of wild shit I'm fully here for. Yeah. Fucking telekinesis <laughs> telekinesis, black holes, crystal fights. F fun. Fun, fun stuff. So, I would, yeah, I would, um, I would say this is worth a watch. But the, that end fight gets long. So that's my overall things. Yeah. It's such a dumb joke. I don't even know if it makes sense. But when you said telekinesis, all my mind thought was Greg Kinesis, like Greg Kinnear. It doesn't make sense. I know. Ooh. This is why I didn't make the joke. Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear! Greg Kinnear! You don't know Greg Kinnear? That does ring a bell. You've seen Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, right? Yeah. Remember when, uh, fucking... Jane Krakowski's character becomes an agent, and 
she gets the famous actor who she gets a job on Cats for. Yeah, that's Greg Kinnear. That's Greg Kinnear. I am Greg Catnear. There is nothing on earth that I fear except everything. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember much of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I watched it in like a binge during like COVID time of like, what is going on? But I do remember that Greg Kinnear joke. What else was Greg Kinnear? You, there have to be things you've seen with Greg Kinnear. In. I, you talk what that monster do. I'm gonna compile a list of well-known Greg Kinnear movies. Okay. All right. So, um, all right. That sounds good. So, <laughs> okay. So, uh, this movie is stacked with kaiju, but um, some of them more important than others. So we have obviously the main guy, Godzilla. And, you know, he looks about the same as the other Heizai adaptations. Just a great design on Godzilla. I love, you know, the two rows of teeth, the more, like, feline mouth design, his massive tail to, like, counterbalance his weight. Love all of it. Great design. Perfection. And then we have uh, Godzilla Jr. <laughs> it's like, he's grown a lot bigger. In the in Mothra, he... in. I just call it Mothra. It's Godzilla vs. Mothra from 1992. Whenever you call it Mothra as the movie, it's that. Um, in this case. He was like the size of like a velociraptor. Or like a baby T-Rex. Like not that big. Now he's like a big boy. He's like, uh, you know, he's a kaiju-sized guy. And he's, he's, you know, his design has been changed since that. He's more... He's kind of been looked more like Manila now. Yeah. Still a better design than Manila, but um, you know. Is it a better design than Manila, or do you just have a hateful response to Manila already? Manila looks like King Kong. Oh, you think that <laughs> Godzilla was stepping out behind Godzilla's back there? Yes. <laughs> he has your eyes, Kong. <laughs> so. Yeah. The, the overall shape of Manila is very um, King Kong-esque. Like, the original one where he looks... He's like, he's not a, quite an ape. He's like a weird ape thing. But, um, yeah, his design's different in this movie. It looks pretty good. Other ones is... We have Space Godzilla. Or I've talked about the ones that are in a much. Mothra does... Is here, but, like, not in the fight. It's like she's kind of just floating into space and she just drops off some, like... Emails. <laughs> yeah, she a psychic tiny Mothra shows up to our psychic main character a couple of times. She goes, "Hey, what's up? Hey, kill Shinzo Abe." <laughs> Just floats, carrying a little Glock, places it gingerly in her hand. Oh my God! Assassinate Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. <laughs> So the, um, so yeah, Mothra doesn't do much in this movie. She's technically here, but she just kind of is in the beginning and end and not anywhere in between other than little, little messages. And then we have, um, okay. I want to make sure I'm getting the name right on this one. Cause I thought it was Mechagodzilla at first, but it's not. It's actually like a legacy kaiju or legacy moth, uh, legacy Oh, this thing is from other movies? Yeah, so Magora. So this is a remake of the robot kaiju from a 1957 movie called The Mysterians. Okay. So, hmm. 
And Magora. Like, like question mark in the Mysterians. What's up? Uh, you know, the band that like, and I would cry. Now it is six tears. You know this. You've been to a water park. You've heard this song. And I would cry. Ninety-six tears. Come so on. that's the Mysterians? Editor, put this put this song on. <laughs> Question Me. mark in the Mysterians. Me. <laughs> Me, editor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> editor, do it. Do your job, editor. Are you talking to future me? I am. <laughs> oh my god, you're time traveling. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. It's Friday at 12.30. The episode was supposed to go up half an hour ago. <laughs> We're late already. Take the time to get question mark and the Mysterions <laughs> on there. <laughs> Brandon, you need to kill John Lennon. <laughs> kill shit <laughs> so often. Kill shit. We're sending it back in time. <laughs> if the editor could just talk to the recording people, we could have stopped this. We could have saved Shinzo. God damn. So. So. Mag God. So Magora is uh, in the original movie. He's just called Magora. He's now an acronym, which is Mobile Operation G-Force Universal Expert Robot Aerotype. Bada bang, there it is. You ever so, heard of the movie Little Miss Sunshine? I've heard of it, yeah. The Mysterian, or the, uh, the actor guy? Jr., yeah. Ah. Uh, seen Invincible, the, uh, the Mark Wahlberg movie about football. Is it like C-A-N-A-R? How do you spell it? K-I-N-N-E-A-R. He's in Beavis and Butthead Do America. You're an animation major. You should know classics. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm more of a face person. If I see a face, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. All right. I'm aware of Greg Kinnear now. Congratulations. <laughs> you've done it. You've now made me aware of Greg Kinnear. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Episode over. We're good. What if he turned out to be a monster hunter? <laughs> I haven't told you the cast. <laughs> it's all Kinnear, baby. It's all Kinnear all the way down. It's a one-man show, and that man is Greg Kinnear. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, getting back on track here with the kaijus. No one is going to agree, but I think it's a one-man show, and that man is Greg Kinnear. It's the funniest thing I've said on my... <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Greg Kinnear does play the monsters in Monster Hunter. Do you see in in Greg Kinnear's colon Monster Hunter, Greg Kinnear has to fight the greatest monster of all, your self-doubt. <laughs> okay, alright. Back a track. Um, so I mentioned, so that that's the the robot monster kaiju in this movie, the robe the mech in this movie. That's a thing. It's not Space God. It's not Mechagodzilla, but it looks similar, but it's not. And the last one is Space Godzilla, which is, this is his introduction. This is the yeah. first movie he came in. So it's very interesting how the high eyes so far, if you think about the original monsters they've made, right? Mm -hmm. If I remember right, so they're, they're like sort of weird mirror images of pre-existing kaijus. Yeah. If you think about it. So there's, I think it's Batra, yeah, from... Mothra from Godzilla vs. Mothra. Batra is like an evil bat version of Mothra. Mm -hmm. And then we have Godzilla vs. Biollante, where Biollante is like an evil plant version of Godzilla. Yeah. And now we have 
Space Godzilla, which is a mutant, like, space version of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a pretty interesting thing. Yeah. I don't know anything about the next Heizai one, but you mentioned that maybe Destroya is, like, a mutant space Godzilla? It, but we'll have to see. I, I, we don't I, know. We don't know. vaguely remembered lore from, like, Twitter conversations I've seen before. Okay. But that'll be interesting to see when that happens, because it'll be a mutant of a mutant, if that's true. If not, that's fine. But, um... So Space Godzilla kind of continues that trend. You mean, like, uh... Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch? <laughs> They're Y-Men. <laughs> we can't legally say X-Men yet, because we don't own Fox yet. Oh, no, the joke was that, you know, they're Magneto's children in the comics. Yeah. Oh, so mutants of mutants. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, I gotcha. Okay, so... <laughs> Space Godzilla is... I want to... We've seen all the archives used before. Um... Can you imagine if tw- mutant twins work differently? Like, one of them got p- the powers part, and one got the just normal guy part? <laughs> Whoa, I'm a little Magneto. <laughs> so. I'm Magneto, and I'm Jeff. <laughs> Roll the dice. <laughs> but the um, Space Godzilla looks very similar to Godzilla. Like, it's you can tell it's the same kind of species, roughly. Like, Biolante is like a crocodile plant thing. It's kind of hard to tell it's Godzilla, but there's some still design things. Space Godzilla is like, you take Godzilla, imagine like you you combine Godzilla and like a salt lamp together. Like Godzilla, Space Godzilla is a very fun design for me. He's got these big like shoulder pad crystals on either side of him. They're like these huge, they look like salt crystals or like quartz. Is all probably closer. Yeah. These big quartz like spikes on his shoulders, and he has like you know these crystals on his nose, and he's kind of this darker color palette with some red in it, if I remember right. It's like white, white and red colors kind of glowing. His crystals are glowing, and he has the he has you know similar powers to Godzilla, but I noticed more similar to how Ghidorah's breath works, where it's more of a lightning thing, and Godzilla yeah. is just a fucking beam. Yeah. <laughs> So, Space Godzilla, from what we learned in this movie, he takes power from electricity. Yeah. Like, he kind of sets out his uh, his batteries around the fighting area of these crystals, and the crystals absorb the electricity from around, and then he, like, absorbs the crystal energy. Like, that's his whole thing. He It's like, he's got the powers of Godzilla, like, he's as strong as Godzilla, and he also has crystal abilities. Which is pretty sick. Because then he uses them to fucking rocket them at Godzilla at some point. So, it's a pretty fun, pretty fun kaiju design. So, the interesting thing, though, is that, uh, going into some, like, the kaiju thing here, Space Godzilla was originally conceived in the 70s. Ooh. Like, they first had thought about this, like, oh, we're going to have, like, a space version of Godzilla, and he's going to look like, there's, like, this rough design of him that's so different. My big question with that, then, is this, like, part of the Hollywood craze right after 2001 and Star Wars came out in, like, quick succession of each other? Of, like, we gotta just jam space into all of our franchises? Which, you know, Moonraker did to try and capitalize on Star Wars and and 2001. I don't know. Because 70, you know, that was after Star Wars. But 78... Like, not to imply that... Toho are hacks. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was first in 
interesting is it was first conceived in 1988. It was designed as a homage to the monster. This is from part of the Wikipedia. The monster's hinted progenitor, Biolante. So Biolante was also something that was thought about way back in like the end of the Showa era. But then things got delayed and things moved around and it just didn't happen for this long. Yeah. So that was something crazy. So, the, oh, and the, uh, by the way, the Godzilla suit actor for this movie, Noel was like, is, you know, is it still the same guy from the older ones? Nakajima. Nakajima. It's thankfully. Say his name. <laughs> say his name, damn it. So, Nakajima, thankfully, you know, he didn't get exploded on in the suit. <laughs> he wasn't in the suit this time. It was the. I don't know. You know, 60s and 70s, wild time in filmmaking. He might have gotten exploded <laughs> on in that suit. Whoa. <laughs> There's, Ladies love Godzilla. There's some times in the show era where... Right, I, guess, I guess for him to be exploded on... Men love Godzilla! <laughs> he, there's, there's scenes in the show era where his suit's on fire, Nolan. <laughs> like, so anyways, um, the yeah, Godzilla suit just, actor for All this, I'm trying to say is that it's very possible with, with like how much Godzilla mania was going on that it wasn't just the... Uh, the weight of the costume that was causing him to blow his back out in that suit. <laughs> God damn. So this, the suit actor for Godzilla in this movie is Kanpachiro Satsuma. That was the guy who did the suit for Godzilla in the movie. So good performance in it and a wonderful time. And uh, I think the effects of this movie do look very good. Do, 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 whatever you want. Anything goes. What if I cut out my part and they only hear that do 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 anything goes out of nowhere? <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> so, um, anyways, the whole just make that the clip anytime we get off. Do 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 anything goes. So the whole big um. So, all right. So yeah, overall, Space Godzilla is a cool monster. And I want to bring up a bit of um, other fact thing I found. It looks like a Himalayan salt lamp. <laughs> yes. So I got to bring this up. Um, I found this on the trivia thing about it. So that... So this is Godzilla's 40th anniversary movie. Ooh, this is 40 years. Okay. You know, 1994, 1954. Yeah. So, you know, it's not one of the big milestone-y things, but... This movie is actually like rushed into production. The American Godzilla, Zilla 1998, was supposed to come out in 1994 as the 40th anniversary, but because it didn't, they moved this movie up to becoming the movie that would come out for the 40th. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so apparently, uh, because Zilla got delayed in production, Toho was like, we want to keep the brand going, so they made this one. <laughs> so this was just in a complete ass pull? In a way. <laughs> like, in terms of, like, maybe, like, they had already written it, but they didn't know when they were going to do it. Mm -hmm. And now they're like, well, we have a slot now. Yeah. But apparently, even despite that, it was still, like, the second highest grossing Japanese movie that year. Okay. So, like, it what still did well. Grossing? I don't know. For 1994? Wonder, I know that in the 90s, uh, it's probably, I think Kurosawa had a 90s film as, like, his final, like, goodbye film, but, like... So, let's talk about the plot, though. 
of Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. (laughs) The plot, my territory, and I've already said that I really did not understand most of what was going on in this movie, so let's let's do this. So the the overall sweeps of it is we have G-Force, who were to kill the Godzilla. G-Force. We've ma- I believe we've made jokes about the guinea pig movie G-Force before in relation to them. But yeah, so G-Force wants to kill Godzilla. That's their plan. Project T wants to use the psychic kids to con- mind control Godzilla for their own use. Meanwhile, they're making a giant robot for reasons unknown. I think, oh, wait, is that to kill Godzilla? I think that's the G-Force team. Yeah, G-Force is making the the Mogra. Yeah. And, but then they're like, oh, NASA, why are you, what are you doing here? What and, is this, a crossover episode? And NASA's like, you need to watch this video. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, I think you were getting up at the time. Did you see the full video? I saw most of it, but I didn't see the Just, ending of it. It's, like... A bunch of astronauts in a in a space shuttle, but then fucking space Godzilla crystals are coming up, and then it blows up, <laughs> and it's just so poorly like composited that they like it's like a guy in front of a green screen, and they're just taking his image and flipping it around in the thing. Like whoa! You need to see this. Is that what you do? no? There was um. Yeah. Okay, so basically the asteroid battle was the last, like, the last special effects sequence they made. And at that point, like, the budget was almost run out. So, like, with less than a week left, the crew was forced to do all the effects in camera with models and miniatures. So, like, this rushed ending left some of the shots, like, looking bad or unfinished. (laughs) I'm thinking that was one of them (laughs) during that sequence. But yeah, so Space Godzilla is out there and hurting people. And we don't don't know why! (laughs) Yeah. So the, um, that's going on. And the, yeah. (laughs) So we got G-Force and Project T. And it's the the telekinesis psychic lady from the previous movies. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so they're doing that and... Then there's the wild card, Captain Ahab, Yuki, who is not affiliated with either teams, but does want to kill Godzilla really I think bad. he aligns with G-Force. He ends up aligning with them because they're like, also team kill Godzilla. It's like, but yeah. yo, you and Yuki, kill? Yuki's brother was Goro from Bielante, who died trying to kill Godzilla. And now Yuki is like, I will finish what you start. Yes, he's like I'm out for revenge. He has these uh, he has a special like gun, a special bullet to coat like a, a a blood coagulator. So I guess it's gonna give him like a hemorrhage or something, Godzilla. Yeah. And he's like I gotta shoot it at his armpit, yeah. his weak spot. So they're on the island of Godzilla Junior. Godzilla Junior is hanging out on this little island, and Godzilla shows up to like I don't know, say hi to his kid or something. Yeah. <laughs> And they're, um, that's, he's like, this is my chance. Like, I'm gonna put these tear gas mines to, like, distract Godzilla while I and, shoot like, with the gun. he's going for it, but then Space Godzilla shows up to fight, and that distracts them, and then they're like, I guess we got bigger fish to fry! <laughs> but Yuki's still like, I'm gonna kill Godzilla. 
Uh, he's but like, then... this is my, like, literally when they're fighting, he's like, this is my chance. Yeah. Until at the end, uh, after Space Godzilla kidnaps Godzilla Jr., uh, he's like, oh, he's had enough. Godzilla's had enough bad things today. Yeah, because then, so, like, that whole island sequence happens, and that's, like, Space Godzilla is attacking the city now, and Godzilla's coming to stop him because he's being psychically controlled by Project T now, oh, and yeah. that's... Pretty much the entire back half of the movie, that fight. It's a big part of it. It is a very long it's fight. It's like, between then, there's like all the, uh, you know, the the mech and Mechagodzilla, or Space Godzilla fight in space. It's pretty, it's really funny because Space Godzilla is just a giant fucking, like, rock. <laughs> he just keeps hitting them. But, um, so that's, that's a thing, and they're fighting, and the big, you know, in this city. I don't think Tokyo Tower was obliterated. No, we did see Tokyo Tower for a bit, but the fight doesn't. The big fight doesn't happen in Tokyo Tower. It happens in like this town we'd never heard of, but like looked like a, a beach town. Yeah. Uh, we called. Uh, we said it was the equivalent of a Godzilla movie having their fight in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> yeah, like like a like a like a, a C grade location, <laughs> but they're they're doing their big old fight and. You know, Space Godzilla lays out all these crystals in the city, and, yeah. like, there's this one little cutaway with, like, two guys who we think maybe were, like, cameos from, like, comedians or something, that are, like, trying to use a grab claw to get, yeah. like, a toy, and he's like, oh, I'm all out of money, damn it, and then Space Godzilla's electricity thing causes all of the toys in the machine to yeah. pop out, and he's, like, grabbing a bag full of them. Yeah, uh... But yeah, then, so, Yuki and the boys, uh, get into Mogra and use that to be, like, a, a third party in the giant fight, uh, between Godzilla and Space Godzilla. Eventually, so, like, they do a lot of damage to Space Godzilla that gives Space Go Godzilla the chance to kill him. And oh, while so Godzilla... Yeah, well, they use, like, a special grenade... That blows up Space Godzilla's, like, salt crystal arm. Like, his shoulder pad things. It's really cool. Like, I don't know if that was another suit, or they just, like, fucking broke it <laughs> between shots or something. Yeah. But it's really fun. It's a very fun thing. Because both his crystals are, like, shattered, and he, like... And Godzilla is, like, making sure he can't absorb more electricity. Because it seems like his, uh, his dune shield <laughs> was powered by it. <laughs> Because he has, like, a Dune-looking shield from, like, the old Yeah, movie. from the 84 Dune. Yeah. So, uh, he's powered yeah. down and Godzilla can take him out. Yeah, and they save Yuki from the from his, from his the crashed uh, Mogra. And oh, yeah, because Yuki, like, fucking, like, rams yep. space Godzilla. Because basically Yuki was like, he's mine, damn it. <laughs> Text yeah. Mecha Godzilla. I keep calling him Space, Space Godzilla. Godzilla. Uh, but yeah, so that... That's the movie, pretty much, plot-wise. Uh, there, uh, at one point, the telekinesis lady has fucking, like, tele... The, um, telekinesis. Like, she... Yeah, like, she, there's one shot where she's strapped to a so bed. So, like, this guy uses her strap to a bed as a human shield. Like, knocks it to the side. I, like, I'm not 100% sure why that happened, but it happened. I think it was the two separate factions yeah, yeah. fighting. Yeah, and then, so, she uses her telekinesis to lift herself, 
enough that his <laughs> legs are exposed so Yuki can shoot his legs. Yeah, Yuki shoots him up, and then Yuki, um, and then, you know, Godzilla beats Mecha Go- Space Godzilla. The day is saved, and as Godzilla's walking away, uh, the, the telekinesis lady pulls out the little, like, controlling chip from his neck, and then he gives her, like, a nod, and then he goes into the ocean as, like, a pop song plays to, like, this, this, uh, vista, uh, evening sky, as Yuki's running back towards him, like, we know it, we're not done yet! <laughs> it's a fun ending. I appreciate yeah. that Yuki learned absolutely nothing from this. Yeah, Yuki <laughs> is my king. Uh, but, okay, so time to pitch uh, how we would put Space Godzilla in the... In the MonsterVerse. In what, a game we like to call Make, make it, it Gritty. Gritty. God, it's been so long. It has been a while since we've done a Make I it I feel Gritty. very happy, because Space Godzilla is one that I'm like, he would show up in the MonsterVerse. Yeah. Like, he's a big... Like, Biolante would be first, I think. But then Space Godzilla is, like, one of the higher tiers of, like, kai- like kaijus for Godzilla. Yeah. That he would show up at some point. Yeah. As is, like, he he would be, like, the main monster in a movie. Yeah. Uh, do you want to pitch first, or should I? I have, a, I have a pretty fun pitch. Okay, you can pitch. Or, by the way, uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Do you like so. to do yours first, because they're real pitches, and you only expect jokes from me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fun thing because I know I'm not a writer, so I'm. It's funny. Uh, it's fun to try to do me to do more serious pitch, and then you're the writer, and you're like, "Fuck it." <laughs> it's very fun. So okay, in my make it gritty, I wanna I wanna set a scene for you folks. It's we're t- this takes place 10, 15 years in the future. It is mankind's first manned trip to Mars. So astronauts, you know, they we see the shot of the shuttle get on the red planet. It lands. The astronauts all get out. You know, they plant an Earth flag or whatever. They plant a flag. They're like, oh my God, we're here. And then like on the, like, you know, it's a shot of the astronaut like putting it down. And then you see like behind them this like shimmering meteor coming towards the planet. And then it smacks in. There's like this huge earthquake. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? You know, the Mars, like, shakes a little bit. And they're like, what What was that? And they, like, walk over this ridge. And then, you know, it, it pans out and we see that this whole, like, crater valley of Mars is just now covered in crystals. And then it's, like, cut to black. Like, that's a cold opening. And then, uh, Milford Roberta Brown <laughs> is studying at university to be an astrologist. Gotta keep changing those roles. Gotta keep it fresh. She wants to be an astrologist now. How many degrees has she gotten in our series so far? At least ten. <laughs> <laughs> so we we got to She's malleable. She's got to do what she's got. She's malleable. <laughs> so the news breaks of this Mars attacks and the new kaiju that has emerged, known as Space Godzilla. And I was like, what the fuck? So Millie Bobby Brown needs to go on a cross-world road trip to find the one man who's come the closest to ending Godzilla. And she goes to Japan to find it. So she goes in, let's say, you know, one of the other guys gets tagged along, maybe her wolf dad, <laughs> the wolf the wolf uh, research dad. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what? And they go to the seedy bar in Japan, like the underbelly, and they're like, ooh, Seth's speak, you know, it's pretty spooky in here. And she comes in, she like goes to the bartender, and she's like, 
have you heard of a man by the name of Yuki? And, you know, it's a bustling, like, you know, everyone's smoking and drinking. Every Music stops. <laughs> everyone looks at her. Silence. Suddenly, this old man with a hood <laughs> in the back it's of the, the bar. It's the same Yuki. <laughs> it's the same Yuki. At the back, he beckons her towards him. Oh, my God. And it's Yuki. And Yuki and Bobby have to team up to help Godzilla take out the Beast from the Stars in Godzilla v. Space Godzilla v. Yuki. Okay. All right. I like that pitch. <laughs> you got to be surprised. Mine is a little more serious than usual. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Surprise. So I do want to... I want to focus... Let's on the Space Godzilla aspect. Uh, actually, I think Space Godzilla would be a final form of Godzilla in this movie due to shenanigans. Okay. I really want to focus in on that. That Yuki-style Ahab character versus Godzilla. Mm. So. The opening scene. San Francisco, 2014. We see... Just death and destruction happening. We see a uh, and a, a man has his family. He's trying to get his kids and wife out of the city. Mm. Unfortunately, the unfortunately a building collapses onto them. He makes it out, but his he looks down at his child who he was holding by the hand, and only the hand is there. Ah. Rated R, baby. <laughs> he lets it fall from his hand, from his hand, and he goes, "How could this happen to me?" Acclaimed character actor Greg Kinnear. <laughs> yeah. Greg Kinnear, as himself, has vowed a blood oath to kill Godzilla single-handedly. <laughs> <laughs> and so Milford Roberta Brown is has heard about a weapon being made on a faraway island in order in order to kill Godzilla and she travels to the Caribbean where Greg Kinnear has set up uh, like a little bar uh, us like a an oceanside bar tiki bar that he runs and she's like are you the guy and he's like i am character actor greg kinnear i have an oscar nomination and she's <laughs> like are you trying to kill godzilla and he's like you fucking bet i am <laughs> and that is the pl that is the setup and yeah of course godzilla will i don't know Go godzilla will get hit by a i don't know a fucking a fucking beam by some evil corporation and Ogro Crystals and there's your space Godzilla. But Greg Kinnear will kill Godzilla! <laughs> this is the canonical finale of the Monster Bird. Yes, he will succeed. That is my okay. one. So I, I just um, forgot to mention earlier. Space Godzilla was formed by when Biollante died and like all the spores went out. A bit of Godzilla flesh got mixed in with that and then it went through a black hole and now Space Godzilla's a thing. So, at the end of this one, Space Godzilla gets killed, it's kind of like red stuff comes out, too. Like, floating out into space. So maybe that's where Destroyer comes from. We'll see. 
Okay, so no, I have two. I have two like taglines for your for the your movie. Yeah. You ready? Okay. So we have, what's a god Zilla to a non-believer? Yeah. And we have, he's about to end Godzilla's whole Kinnear. Okay. <laughs> My alternative one was gonna be No one's ever come close to killing Godzilla, but he's about to Kinnear. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> Alright, well, you know, so I think that's about that's about it for Godzilla for Space Godzilla. Like, I think it's, like I said, it's worth a watch, but I think you could cut this into an hour and a half. Um, the fights are fun, but they go on for a while. Uh, fun, fun monster, though. I do, I think Space Godzilla shows up in Final Wars. I'm I, sure he does. I, I think so. But not, I don't this think he's This was a popular before. one, so. Yeah, yeah he's like one of the more famous ones. So now, um, I guess to close this out, we want, I want to talk about what we're doing for next week. Yes. So, um... I'm so scared. We're doing Monster Hunter. Brandon has made me promise to not look anything up about Monster Hunter. Mm. But I'm getting the creeping suspicion from just things I've thrown out there that I'm about to watch a Paul W.S. Anderson movie. I don't know if it's Paul W.S. Anderson, but I'm terrified of the possibility of it being Tune in next, folks, when we cover Monster Hunter 2020, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. I fucking knew it! And starring Mila Jogovic. Actually, <laughs> Ha 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 ha!